Zell, what's up? Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? It's a great Thursday, man. Hey, I'm doing pretty good. I cannot complain. Well, That's good. hello, everyone. Welcome to episode four of Things to Keep in Mind. I am your host, Zell. On the line with me, I have a good buddy of mine um, from my West Georgia days, John uh, McGriff. And uh, he came here today to talk about self-investment. Self-investing in yourself is our positive affirmation for today. Um, and it's funny because John actually hit me up. Maybe this was like Sunday. And he asked me if I was still doing the podcast because uh, I kind of went ghost on the podcast for a little bit. So, I mean, you know, rightly so, you know, as he would check to see if I was still doing it. And, of course, I was like, yeah, of course, I'm still doing it. And he, you know, brought this topic to me today, this positive affirmation, self-investment, uh, and he wanted to talk about it with me. So, um, yeah, with that being said, John, why did you want to talk about self-investment? Why, why is self-investment so important to you? Because I feel like... I feel like life, not in the, like a morose way or a downing way, but mm-hmm. you you really do have about seven if you're lucky, right? Mm-hmm. And with that time, it's finite. So you always have to be moving progressively, always moving forward. You know, you got to have some type of ambition. Mm-hmm. Why are you doing this? Don't You don't can't forget to invest in yourself. Because mm-hmm. I mean, like, we went to West Georgia together, and I know, like, after you get out of college, you quote real world Mm -hmm. you realize that there's different industries you could work in whether it's public service whether you're an educator where you're driven even like real estate or and all of these jobs quote unquote they are like sales and performance based right Mm -hmm. like when these people you're putting all your energy in 40 to 50 hours a week just to making sure that you're making your pay doing a good job you Mm -hmm. can't forget invest in yourself at the same time yeah. because that's the only way from that next level like how you stop making like 40 50k to okay whether it's and picking up a new skill uh such as coding or like they or just like you do with the with your music with your podcast you know mm-hmm. because you are like i really do feel like each person is their biggest project their biggest entity like you have no value yeah. you can like make your own value with yourself like with the god-given abilities you're giving you know yeah totally yeah and i just i don't want people to like lose that in the process of going through the mundane adventures of life you know because like yeah. even myself i can get sidetracked with like working thinking like man i really accomplished something today i made a couple sales mm-hmm. cool but in the grand scheme of things did I learn anything that I can take with me that day? Did I learn anything mm-hmm. I can grow at the same time? No, nah, like, I, I completely agree with you, man. Like, that's been, like, one of my biggest fears, I think, is getting caught up in the matrix, as I call it. You know what I'm saying? You know, like how you were talking about, because life can get very mundane and get very, like, stagnant. And especially, you know, once you kind of graduate from college, you know, it's basically like welcome to the rest of your life type thing. Cause you know, the only things that pretty much change after that, is, you, you know, you might get like a, a, a new job and then you might get a raise and then you might meet a great girl. You might settle down, get married, have. Hey, hey uh, man. So sorry about that. Uh, disconnection. We got disconnected for a little little bit. Well, everyone, welcome back to Things to Keep in Mind. Again, this is episode four, and our positive affirmation for today is self-investment, investing in yourself. And uh, as we were saying before uh, we got cut off was, uh, you know, that's one of my worst fears is like getting caught up in the matrix and, you know, being in a life where it's just so mundane and so stagnant that I don't grow and don't, you know, accomplish my dreams and don't become the person I really want to be. And I just get like so trapped in this system and just become miserable like a lot of people are out there right now. Yeah, and I feel like uh, that's a big problem with the 20-year-olds. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like if you even look at like social media, 
I feel like now we're the first generation who's so aware of like mental health and awareness that we're coming out and say like, you know what? We're depressed. We're yeah, sad. That's know? real. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know if it's a correlation between like the jobs and the lifestyles we're doing. Mm-hmm. Like as I'm saying, like as you work, you're spending so much hours almost working for other people, you know? So yeah. if you, Instead of working, day, working on yourself. Yeah. So like the eight hours you spend working for somebody else, let's say you just invested that eight hours in yourself, you know, who knows mm-hmm. what other skills you could accomplish, what yeah. kind of shape you could physically just be in, you know? Mm-hmm. Cause I always have, um, like right now I work at mattress farm, right? Like before yeah. this, I work at state farm. So I'm like store manager at mattress farm. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'm seeing just like you were here all day to make sales. Right. Yeah. But time I'm like, man, I still see people who have other side jobs still trying to get it, you know? Yeah, exactly. Uh huh. And I'm like, man, what happened to the, just, you have one job, you got enough money to support your family. Bro, and I, I feel you on that. And you're just good with that. I feel like everybody now has like two and three side hustles. Like if it seems like everybody's either in real estate or they're trying to fix your credit and like not to like knock anybody's industry. But I'm like, yeah, does everybody have three, four jobs now? Is that just what we're yeah. going for? I feel like I think the reason why people do that, because I'm also in uh, in sales, too. I'm in retail. I work at this at this store at a retail store downtown in D.C. And like yeah. I feel I feel the same way, like a lot of the people I work with. Um, they have other jobs too. And and I think the reason why people do that is because nowadays it's like, you know, everything's becoming so expensive. So you have to kind of do that. And then also jobs aren't really like giving out benefit packages like that, like they used to like 401k, like, you know, times are kind of changed. So, you know, people are doing what they have to do to survive. And also I think people have a lot of side gates because just think about it. The more, streams of, of revenue you got coming in the better for yourself and yeah. you you could build up so much capital that like you you don't have to like rely on those jobs anymore you could like save that up and invest in yourself like how we're talking about right now and invest in your yeah. own dream and like while you're doing those other hustles you could work on your other craft you know on your off time and build that up to so much where you get that in so high demand that you're so popping at that that you don't need that other stuff no more and it kind of goes to the principle of like somebody put this put this on to me like a few years back and he was like um make make your how did he say it? he said like have your job fund your dream basically yeah yeah i had a professor who told me that um mm-hmm. the whole thing is while you're in your job you're basically just gaining experience and just mm-hmm. laying the foundation of what you want to do, you know, exactly. but use them at the same time as they're using you. Like they're using yeah. your time. use them in the same way. Use those resources. If they have the benefits, like, but even beyond like health insurance and stuff like that. Um, if, if the program you're working with, I'll be working with offers you like uh, tuition reimbursement so you can go to college or add those skills. Mm-hmm. When I was in public, I made sure to take advantage of that. Cause I'm like, that's you, smart. You got to use these companies because they're going. John, you still there? John? John, can you hear me? Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we're experiencing a little uh, technical difficulties with the with the connection right now. Uh, please bear with us. Um, again, you are listening to things to keep in mind. Episode four, invest in yourself. Um, we'll be right back. I'm gonna try to get Hello? Um, John, okay, hey. I'm glad I'm glad I'm glad we're able to get you back. Um what what were you saying before uh we kind of got disconnected there for a second? John, you still there? John, can you hear me? Hello? Uh, John. John, can you hear me? All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Again, you're listening to things to keep in mind. Oh, you know, man, you know. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, hey, man. Yeah, no, nah, it's it's all good, man. It happens. It happens. Um, everyone, yeah, welcome, welcome back to Things to Keep in Mind. Um, episode four, we're talking about uh, investing in yourself. That's a positive affirmation for today. And uh, John, what were you saying before we got disconnected? Um, I think we were just talking about like how like the jobs have really changed, you know, and how yeah. they went mm-hmm. from just being you can have one steady stream of income until everybody's has side jobs and everybody's like a hustler now. Everybody's mm-hmm. trying to, you know, like finance their their future with their current situation, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it's all about, man. Because like you said, like at the end of the day, these corporations are, are using us. And as we know, like they don't really care about us like that because if you were to die tomorrow, they would just, you know, they wouldn't really mourn you like that. They would just get somebody to replace you. So yeah, with that mentality, yeah, exactly. So with that mentality, you kind of just got to be like, well, I'm going to take advantage of the benefits and the things they're giving to me. And I'm going to use them to my advantage. Like they're using me to their advantage, basically. Yeah. And, um, cause I don't want to make it seem like it's a bad way. Cause like, I like every job I pretty had, I pretty much have liked it at the same time, you know, but mm-hmm. I've always known that there is something more and there is a further level I could get to at the same time. Yeah, man. Like my, my dad uh, told me last time I was home, he was like, son, like there's nothing wrong with wanting more. And I think that's the, the best mentality to have. There's nothing wrong with wanting more, whether that's getting those, you know, extra you know, certifications so that you could, you know, get paid more or going back to school so you could get that degree so you could get paid more. Because at the end of the day, man, our, our, our world, you know, works on a capitalistic system, whether you like it or not. So you yeah. kind of got to work within those means. So, you know, like Michael Mech says, by any means necessary, you got to go get it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How you said that, you know, it's like a capitalist. You referenced the matrix, right? But like, what if you could like, we got to change, like, uh, you remember how Tupac said, how we got to change what we think we talk and treat each other right and like uh it was like this hey uh john you're kind of going in and out what 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 were you saying what are you trying to say i can't really i can't really make it up john zell what's up man what's hey, up hey nothing much man um so i think we left off where you were talking about uh, Tupac and the song Changes, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Because, um, like, Tupac, like, growing up, he was kind of like our revolutionary figure. I you agree. Know, where to say, because um, he blended, like, the civil rights culture with the hip-hop culture. Mm-hmm. Even with his mannerisms, and even though he was a little bit more aggressive, Mm-hmm. I don't think the message was damaging in a way, you know? Yeah, I totally agree. And I remember, uh, like, in Changes, as I referenced, he had this part where he was like, we got to change the way we think, we got to change the way we eat, we got to change the way we treat each other, you know? And I mm-hmm. feel like that's a thing, um, like, I don't know how political you are, because I know, like, both went to West George and everything, but, like, I'm almost, like, a little over politics at this time, because I feel like it's yeah. so just being passed around with very few like resolutions to end the hate, you know? Yes, yeah, it's, it's honestly like politics is like gang banging at this point. Everybody's like set tripping. Yeah, it's it's like, and everybody, I don't know if they're just driven by comments or uh, like emojis, but it's almost like if the content provided is bad, the comments underneath it are almost worse to me, you know? Yeah, I mean, honestly, that's that's the age we live in now. Everybody's trying to go for shock value. What can I say to get the most attention? And it's and it's very and it's very sad. You know what I'm saying that that's the type of world we're living in. But that's just what it is now. And and nowadays, you know, people will say things. They'll be like, "Oh, you know, I didn't mean it like that. You know, I'm not racist. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know me." And I'm like, "Do I know you? I don't know." <laughs> and that's the crazy thing, because like in person. Like, I can always give people <clears throat> almost like a benefit of the doubt because, like, they might just be talking too fast and their brain hasn't caught up, you know? <clears throat> yeah. But if I see stuff in writing, I'm almost like, man, we've all written an essay by this point. Like, yeah, you got to read over that thing or something. 
you can do, like, you can do a spell check. You can just look at it and just can tell this stuff is insensitive in some way. Exactly. But see, that's the thing. I don't think people care anymore because they know that in the day they're going to get publicity from it and that that attention is better than anything else at this point because, you know, they say there's no such thing as black publicity. Yeah. So, but there is no such thing as black publicity because people are knowing your name, but like like you were talking about investing. So is that what these people are investing their time in? With like this hate culture almost? I think so, man. I think so because, you know, we live in a attention-seeking world. Because, I mean, just look at it. Our president is is a celebrity. For real? Like, he was just, on Fresh just Prince think about that. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Like, real life. We've seen him multiple shows. That's what I'm saying, bro. So just think about like that's that's the era we live in now. People just want to become famous, man. And, and and the thing is, they become famous, but they don't even know what to do with that fame. And that's bad because you got a whole bunch of people looking at you and to lead you and to inspire them, but you 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 don't know what to do with your responsibilities. Like um, I know he just passed. Uh, like Extension. I've never said his name. Oh correctly. yeah 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 yeah. Uh, uh, I, I just call him Triple X. Yeah, but like, like as you're saying, like he has a very huge following. Yeah, um, he does. He, well, yeah, he, he still does. Yeah, and um, like this is the thing that almost blew my mind about it because, like, trying to like pull him in the same way, like his fame was almost worth more than any money that he could have been provided. You know, because it's almost like looked at him as like you have this fame and you can almost do more with it than you could with billions of dollars. That 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 that's true, man. That's why at the end of the day, like somebody like a Tupac, he's the most influential rapper, maybe artist of of all time, just because yeah. of his. Hey, Zell. Hey. So, okay. uh, I think uh, we left off with. Uh, I was talking about Tupac's influence. Um, yeah. So. So I was basically just trying to say, like, I feel like Tupac's the most influential, like, rapper and, like, artist of this generation just because, like, he had that, he, he talked about social issues and he talked about something everybody can, like, agree with and everybody that's kind of, like, has been through at some point or another. And that's just, you know, you know, just trying to make it, man. It's just, yeah. it's, it's just trying to, like, you know, just, just trying to strive in this system that wants, you know, most people to fail, no matter what color you are, really, but especially if you're black or Hispanic or, or you know, a minority of, 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 any, uh, of any color or anything like that. So, yeah, bro. Um, bro, and you know what's so crazy? What's crazy? Uh, just from, like, working in, like, the different fields I've worked in, I used to always have this perception of, um, like, white people didn't struggle either, you know? I just thought, but... There's like classes within white people in a weird. Nah, yeah, there is. And there like, is, bro. And they feel like uh, almost disenfranchised the same way a lot of minorities feel disenfranchised. You know. And, and see, and see, that's the bad thing about politics because, like, politics divides people so bad that if they see that you're a Republican and if they see you're a Democrat, they're not even gonna talk to you because they think that we don't have nothing in common. But we all have something in common, and that's just that we want the. You know, we we all want equality out here. We all want the same opportunities as yeah. the next man. And I feel like if we came together on that instead of bickering over like the BS that we bicker over, then we could get a lot more things done. You know what I'm saying? But you know that that's the thing. Nobody wants to have conversations anymore. You know what I'm saying? Nobody you know wants to talk to each other anymore because everybody just sees that label and they're just like, ah, oh, get away from me. Ah, uh, you know what I'm saying? I don't feel like talking. Da da da. But it's gonna take conversations, man. Uh, for us to, to get somewhere, you know what I'm saying? And it's going to take us coming to a common ground, you know what I'm saying? And talking to each other on a on an even playing field and not yelling at one another, but talking to each other in a calm way, kind of like what we're doing right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, yeah. like, like me and you, we might not agree on every single thing, but it's important that we talk about it because by you explaining your point of view and by me explaining my point of view, we could kind of understand each other. And I think at the end of the day, it all comes down to understanding. Yeah, and we have to understand these people because not in a bad way. Mm -hmm. I mean, like Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, um, Garvey, like all these people were 
like spokespeople for uh, disenfranchised African Americans back in the time, right? Yeah. With celebrity culture now, now we have these representatives might not be our best representatives. In a Very sadly. true, because a lot of them are uneducated and don't know what well, they're not, talking about. Not even uneducated, but uh, you remember when Kanye West was on TMZ and saying like slavery sounds like a choice, right? Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, and I remember like when he said that, I, I was thinking about it. I'm like, dang, that is a very free thinking. I'm saying this in the moment, not really well thought out statement. Yeah, you know? and see, that's the problem with Kanye because you know, I'm a big Kanye fan. But the, my my problem always has been with him to a certain extent is that like a lot of the things he says, he has a point, but it's the way he says it, man. Like the, like bad. like. Like, I understood what he was trying to say, but it didn't come out right because he ain't think about it. Yeah, because when I heard him say it, I heard him reference uh, Harriet Tutman and Frederick Douglass, right? Yeah, he was going somewhere until he said the choice thing, and I'm just like, bro. Yeah, because he was saying, like, if it wasn't a choice, they wouldn't not have, they would have been slaves, you know, but they had a choice to not be slaves, you know? I guess that's what he was going for at the time. Yeah, yeah, he just really badly misphrased it. Cause he even he cause he even admits he doesn't think before he speaks, which is very dangerous and very stupid, man. You gotta think before you speak, or you just gonna be sounding nuts out here. But but who's not sounding nuts though? Like yeah, everybody's sounding nuts these days. Everybody has a but they have a thing that's working for them. Like I yeah, but see that that's why it's like because even though you even though you could tell people like yo don't you know I'm not a role model. Uh, I'm not this. I'm not that. Like people still, still people exactly. People still look at you as that. So you gotta hold that responsibility and hold yourself accountable, man. Because you got, because because you know, there's kids out there that don't listen to their parents. They'd rather listen to you. Yeah, and I feel like I uh, know how you said like Tupac was like the most influential rapper, but I feel like for these young kids, because you gotta know, like we getting up there now. Like these young kids yeah. have different role models now. This is like, true. Like, a, lot, a lot of them don't even know Tupac like that, honestly. Yeah, I even heard uh, Yachty say he, he thought Tupac's music was boring, you know? Yeah, and the crazy thing is, what, Yachty's not even that far behind us. Yes. Yeah. For the people like the young kids who are 12, 13, they might have looked at like the Triple X, like Extension as, they might look at him as he's the new Tupac. He was. No, like, honestly, bro, like looking. On social media, I ain't even gonna lie because I actually listened to his music and I actually liked him as an artist. I feel like he was one of the best out of this new crop of of rappers, and I and he was very talented. And like when I saw that he had got shot, man, I kind of felt that. I was like, man, because he was like he was one of those guys that you know he kind of started off rough, but you could see he was growing and he was learning and he was becoming a better person. And I felt like he didn't get to reach that potential. But, like, you remember Spotify had, like, the hateful policy about music that's going to be, like, eradicated from the song? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Uh I dropped Spotify because of that. Because I'm like, that's not right. Y'all's kind of, like, coming at one class of people, but y'all don't come at, like, country music stars who are accused of the same situation. Exactly. They're only coming at the black artists, bro. They got rid of R. Kelly so quick, man. I was like, that's not right. That's not right. Yeah, man. Like, uh, see, honestly, man, it's, it's really hard with celebrities, man, because it's like, you know, a lot of times, you know, we're very bi- biased to like our favorite ones. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So when something they say or something they do comes out, of course, at first you were like, nah, you know what I'm saying? I need more evidence or whatever. But then there's some people that like are like, nah, this is gospel. This I'm is just God. like. It's on TV. It's, they they bro, got video. It's exactly like it's so hard, man, because you because like how I like to always approach it is like, bro, if I was in that position, I wouldn't want people to think the first thing that comes out about me is gospel because it it, most likely is probably not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, but, you know, I mean, I, I just like to tell people nobody's perfect. Everybody's human. And that doesn't excuse anything. But, you know, it's all about understanding, man. And like, you know, we're all just, you know. Trying try, to try, try, yeah, trying to make it and trying to be the best uh people we possibly can be. So I I really don't really hold anybody on no higher guard. You know what I'm saying? Because that's how you wind up getting disappointed, man. And and the only people you should really look up to are you know hopefully you got good parents and um and God really. You know what I'm saying? So like 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 for me that that's what I always try to do, man. Because 
Because, like, you can look at these people for motivation, but they shouldn't be something like you're idolizing. Exactly. I totally agree. You could definitely look at them for motivation because a lot of their stories are very inspiring. Yeah. But even, like, we go back to the topic of, like, investing, right? Mm-hmm. So all these people that we have mentioned, you know, they're all, like, say, Kanye College dropout extension. He was, like, I believe he was, like, high school, maybe middle school, and then he just stopped going, right? Yeah, uh-huh all these people made use of their time, whatever short window they had by just investing in their creative ability. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. Because even Kanye has that line on college dropout. Um, what what do you say? Like three beats a day for three summers. I deserve to do these numbers. Like three summers. Like exactly. Like, bro, that's a lot of, that's a lot of work. (laughs) That's a lot of just like monotonous work that you putting in. But what's the difference between him putting in that, like, do I got to do three beats a day and somebody with a sales quota, like, oh, man, I got to make this many calls a day to meet my budget, you know? Very true. I never looked at it like that, but you're right. Yeah. Because once you, if you put your own self on, like, a schedule of something you have to do, just by, like, the raw law of repetition, you're going to get better at it. The, like, yeah. uh, you read, like, a uh, Malcolm Gladwell? Nah, I need to though. I was just telling my roommate the other day, like we saw he was on this podcast. And I was like, yo, I need to like read into him more because I've seen his interviews on the Breakfast Club. He's a very smart man. Yeah, he's uh two books that I really like by him. Um is David and Goliath. Okay. Uh, and that one's just about David, not David and Goliath biblical so much, but more yeah. David and Goliaths in cultural society. So they have mm, okay. King in there. Okay. Mavik uh, Randolph. Ranif, he owns the Sacramento Kings, and he also is like a big proponent of like 10,000 hours, just like a way to master your abilities by putting like 10,000 hours of work in. Okay. And because if you do 10,000 hours, that equates to 10 years. And after 10 mm-hmm. years, anything, you should be a professional. Mm-hmm. And, and think about that. So our parents' generation, they really worked at their jobs for 20 years. So they were super yeah. They were doctorate levels at whatever they were employed at, you know? Exactly. Because they didn't have they didn't have a whole bunch of side jobs. They just had one job that they did every day. Yeah, they didn't even have like applications on your cell phones. Like even cell phones. Uh, they had to go look for it in the newspaper. <laughs> yeah, you had like encyclopedias was a real thing. But us, we've seen like I always tell people, like, I've seen the hip-hop generation, like, the get-rich-quick. I've seen that so much. Yeah. You're lying to me if I say I can't get it. Like, Yeah, right. exactly. And, and, and I think for us, like, at our age or even kids younger than us, like, like we, we see that so much, and you're just – and it can really start to get to you because you're like, man, I'm doing so much right now. Why haven't I got on? Because I've seen that kid over there. He put in a lot less work, but – he got on he, super quick. He's booming, and you're like, "What is it? Is it the optics?" Like, exactly, bro. Like, uh, like, 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 I, um, I got a quick uh thing to share with you, right quick. So I don't know if you saw that interview J Cole did with Lil Pump, right? But I saw, I saw a little bit of it. You I saw a little bit of it. Okay. But yeah, I seen a little bit of it. So did you see that part when Lil Pump was telling Cole like how fast he got on, like how he had only been rapping for like a year and a half or something like that? And Cole, yeah. Yeah, and Cole looked so baffled. He was like, "Bro, are you serious?" Because like Cole was like, "Man, I've been, I put like, you know, I it took me like five years before I got on." You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it, like, look at the technology though. Like Cole. Yeah. When Cole got on, right? Uh huh. This is like uh, before the come up. It was like the warm up, right? Yeah, the warm-up. So that was like oh nine, almost ten years ago. Bro, think how hard it was to physically record songs though. Like not everybody just Yeah, that's true. Recorded with the iPhone. You can have really FL studio on your phone. Or you can have like a music app. Yeah, I mean just look at what we're doing right now. Like I'm in DC, you're you're in Atlanta and we're doing a podcast on the phone. Yeah. On so the app. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. So Paul could probably just he could have probably had like an iPhone three G and just had to <laughs> I was like, like no play, just with a voice memo, and just I'm rapping. We put a beat on there, and I'm rapping. That's facts because they got GarageBand on on the phone, so they probably got Pro Tools for your phone too. Yeah, so and like Cole's probably like, man, I got to do studio time. I got to work this job I really don't like. I got to do this. 
And Pop's like, oh, I don't want to go to third period algebra. I'm just going to rap, smoke weed, you know? like Exactly. I feel, I feel like even though Pump uh, might have said he's only been rapping for a short amount of time, I feel for that whole time, he's probably just been rapping, though. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, like, yeah, I'm pretty sure he ain't had no job or nothing else going on. Yeah, when you're young, you got free time to just like kill two days and not really worry about nothing, you know? Dude, see, that's why, I, that's why I've been telling my friends, like, if, if I knew that I could have put out books, like, if, if that technology and that was like really prominent, um, if I knew about it sooner, like when I was in high school, I would have been done that joint, I would have been put out a whole bunch of books before college because you know what I'm saying, because during the time it was so hard to even like one. If you do an Instagram page now, if you really want to, you could pop up with like 10,000 followers like instantly, right? Yeah, true. But at the time, it's like, dang, if you have a good idea, if you have a good song, where was the outlets? You know, you had MySpace, but you really had to pump hard on MySpace if you were trying to pop, you know? Yeah, that's true, bro. And honestly, man, I feel like the world nowadays celebrates like mediocrity, like I mean, and it's no offense to the kids coming up now, but you kind of ha- got to have, like, a stupid little silly gimmick. You got to have tattoos on your face for one. Like, if you're a rapper with no tattoos on your face, I don't think anybody's buying your album right now. And that's that's a weird thing to even think about, you know? Like, bro, like, I got, like, a few homies in Atlanta that are, you know, that went to West Georgia that, like, they're, they're really good artists. They're really good rappers. Yeah. But they they don't got no gimmick. They they just real. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, so, so yeah, yeah. They just doing what they need to do. They don't got no extra stuff to go with it. And it's like nowadays, like, like in, in order to like pop at least fast, you gotta have like a little gimmick thing, man. But then again, I feel like that doesn't pay off in the end because I feel like your career is a lot shorter. Because I mean, yeah, yeah. It's that it's 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 really dangerous because these kids be playing with fire. They be doing all this like dumb stuff, and then like when a dude really pull up on them with you know with that thing, and they like, what were you saying? They get all scared, and that's how they life get wound up getting ruined, and they get in jail or they get shot. You know what I'm saying? Like I think a lot of these kids should learn from what happened to uh uh Triple X because I mean I, I feel like he was definitely because I I didn't really see him in any. Like, you know, bad situations lately. I think it was just a misfortunate situation. But I think they should learn from that and say, like, bro, I need to chill out on all this, like, you know, f- like buffoonery because I could get hurt doing doing a lot of this. You know what I'm saying? Because and- uh, Are you familiar with that, like, Netflix show, like, 13 Reasons Why? I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. I was talking with my coworker about it. And, like, as you're saying, like, we're so... We're like driven. We want people to pay attention to us. I hope like people use like as you're saying, use his death as a reference to like it is limited. Like we got to be protected at all times. You got to be worried about this stuff. You know, like even the rapper like six nine. You know, with the you know, man, that man be wilding, bro. Bro, I was looking at him and in a weird way, I'm like, bro, this should be a wake up call to him more than anybody. You know, like. That's the same thing I said, and, and I saw that he said he was gonna stop, right? And then earlier today, I saw like academics was posting some stuff, like he was making fun of this one rapper that said, like, you know, was dissing him at a show. And I'm just like, at the end of the day, you don't got to react to everything somebody says, man. Like, call that man behind the scenes and squash that jump, man. Life too short for all that. These kids is young; they younger than us, bro. They got a lot. They got a lot of time. They got a lot of life to live. Don't nobody need to be dying at before they hit 21, like, that's ridiculous. It's ridiculous to even, like, have that thought where it's almost, like, accepted in rap culture that you may get shot or shot at. This shit don't happen. It don't happen in country music. Bro, it, it, don't, it don't happen in rock music or pop music. Like, come on, man. Like, Yo-Yo Ma ain't getting pulled up on. You know, like, it's not... Exactly. But why is it everything in a weird way that's, like, almost African-American driven has to be so destructive to the community. You know, even, even the people creating it aren't spared from the violence, you know? Yeah, bro. I think, honestly, it all goes back to, and I know we're kind of going off topic, but this is a great conversation. Yeah. But so I think yeah, I tell people everything really stems back to, to slavery, man, that mental slavery. That's why Bob Marley says in um, Redemption Song, emancipate yourself from mental slavery. Only you can free your mind. Like, I mean, I'm kind of paraphrasing that, but that that's so true, man. We gotta, we gotta, 
we got to get out of our own way. We have to like take the chains off. Yeah, we got to take the chains off, man. Like because you know, at, at the end of the day, what 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 happened to us was was very wrong and and it hurt us. But at the end of the day, we got to stop stop blaming them because they ain't never going to accept that. And we just gotta. I mean, I mean, we still should hold them accountable. But at the same time, we still should be like, yo, whether whether they do something or where whether they don't do something, we still got we still gonna be okay and we're gonna uplift each other and we basically gonna build up our own communities like the Chinese people do, like the Jewish people do, like the Indian people do. Because at the end of the day, if they could do it, we definitely could do it because we've been here a lot longer and we built this country and we invented most of the things that the world uses today. So we we just gotta educate ourselves to to remind each other of that and educate our children of that and, and and each one teach one and build each other up like how we used to do back in the day you know just have that village mentality because honestly bro like I feel like you know like back during the civil rights movement even though we we were going through a lot more bro I feel like we had a stronger sense of pride of one another and what and, and, and we were and we were together a lot more. But what but what the government did to us which which was they 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 killed all our leaders, they took away all our white allies, and then they put guns and drugs in the community and they and they destroyed us. But yeah. and, and I feel like we're a lot more aware of that now. So I feel like we're kind of going through an enlightenment period. And you know, since we know that now, we gotta do better and 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 just, you know, kind kinda kind of come together, man. Like, it, it's no need for that beef, man. We got to get done with that beef, man. Like, squash all that crap, man. We got to, we, hey, because at the end of the day, man, it's us against them. And I mean them as the people that are trying to hold us down. Yeah, because like, as you were saying, like, we was referencing, like, the Jewish people, the Jewish Koreans, um, everybody, like, all those races, they almost seem to be bound by, like, tragedy, not in a Bad no, way, that's true. Like, that's very true. To bring it together, like if mm-hmm. it's uh, it an Auschwitz vic- survivor, right? Mm-hmm. It's almost like a a healing thing that brings them closer together. Like they tried to get us, but they did it, and we made it through, even like as better people at the time. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. And I don't know if um, I don't know if all African Americans kind of feel like that. It's the yeah. one I feel like I got mine. And I had to work hard to get mine. I can't really share it, you know? Yeah, that's, that, that's the problem with us, man. Like, it's either that or it's the reverse of that, the crabs in the barrel mentality. Like, oh, since I don't... Exactly. Since I don't got nothing, you can't have none either. But we got to do away with that, man. Like, you can't be afraid to share the information with your brother, man. You know what I'm saying? Because, see, that's a problem, man. Like, we don't trust each other. And there's a lot of other races that don't trust each other either. But like I feel like I I for some reason, like exactly for face. some reason, it's more like prevalent pre- pre- in our community than I feel like other communities. And that, like I said, it all goes back to slavery, man. Like slavery really did a number on us, and we have to realize that we have to start healing from that in order to move forward. We got to put that even the color lines between like African Americans. Yeah, right? that light skin, dark skin. We got to do away with that crap too. Because we're all the same, man. Like we really exactly. Living and breathing the same air. Check this out, man. The lightest skinned person got the darkest skinned person in their family, bro. Probably so, yeah. I believe it. Like, even my dad's side of the family, right? Mm-hmm. My dad's side of the family, they're from, he's from Florida. So they're very, I'm not in a bad way, but they're a lot darker than I am. You know, they look at mm-hmm. me and they're like, who's this Albie Shore guy? Like, <laughs> like, they look at me like where I came from, you know, but on my mom's side, they're very almost Latin Mexican, so they're very almost pale skin, you know. So I seen. Oh, okay, got you, got you. I seen like both sides, but you're right. We'll let a simple thing of like color and hair texture change our whole opinion on somebody. See, and bro, that all goes back to we 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 we're so on the standard of like the European standard. We yeah. need to get on our own standard, where we can like put our own values and put our own trophies on ourselves yeah but see it's not just us the whole world is on that european standard yeah you know what i'm saying and we kind of got to get out of that like at the end of the day i believe everybody is beautiful because god made everybody 
And you gotta re- you gotta realize that for yourself, and that all starts with having like knowledge of God and knowledge of self. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But a lot of people don't have that, and that all goes into the positive affirmation for today: investing in yourself. Because once you invest in yourself, yeah. you'll 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 start to learn things about yourself, and and, and you you'll want to know more. And once you know more, you'll want to do more, and you want to do better. Because you can't go back once you know different. That's very true. It's it's hard because it's it's implanted in your mind. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So you will be doing yourself a disservice to go backwards. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. You know. But um, I got another question for you. So, at, at at what point did you like realize that you need to start practicing like self investment? Like, was there like an epiphany that you had, or was there like something that personally happened in your life at at, at or like at, at work or something like that? It's gonna sound like really shallow, but uh-huh. like I was at work, and everybody I work with, they're kind of smart. I mean, they show up on time, they do their job, but I'm like. Mm-hmm. Y'all not smart enough to be making more money than me. That's real. <laughs> so then I was like, okay, so what are they doing that I'm not doing at the same time? You know, like what books are they reading? So I'm like, okay, let me get on this Napoleon Hill. Let me get on the thinking grow rich, you know, like let me put in this reinvestment. And I just got to think of like, all they're doing is they have the same 24 hours. They're just spending them more efficiently, constantly, mm. and constantly trying to strive to be better. That's what I really was on the self-investment because they were like, why not be the best version of yourself you can be? No, I, I, I mean, it's, it's really simple, but also it's so important at the same time, but also very hard for a lot of people to do. Yeah. Because a lot, a lot of people are so caught up in, um, you know, like keeping up with the Joneses that they forget to keep up with themselves. Like, just think about it, right? Yeah. And look at, look at the way social media is set up. You're taught to follow others instead of leading. Yeah. So that's, so it's kind it's, it's kind it's kind of like they're they're socially training your mind to be a follower instead of a leader. Because like when me and you were coming up in school, it was all about the leaders. Now I, I mean it's all about the followers. And like you're getting followers, but you never know. Who, as we were saying earlier, who is really worth following? Like who actually has exactly that they're putting out in the universe? Exactly, bro. Because because there because there's like. Uh, people that pop up on my timeline and I'm just like, why am I following this person? And I'm like, like they, all they, all they, all they, all they post is crap all day. Like nothing of value. A whole lot of memes, you know, just repost the videos. Like even the triple X, uh, when he was shot, I saw that on. Wait, so many wait hold on. People were reposting that video of him being shot. Not of him shot, but him in the car. Nah, bro, that's, bro, what's wrong with the world, bro? Come on. That, that, I mean, because I've seen that, and that's, like, way too much. I'm like, at least Worldstar gives you, like, the under 18, you have to, you know, at least click before you watch. Not see, see, bro, that's what I'm talking about, bro. People post stuff just for shock value, just for attention, just for likes, just for followers, bro. People don't got no type of decency no more. Yeah. And, you know, and, 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 and that's very unfortunate because these, this is the next generation, man. So, I mean, and it's not all of them, you know, just like it's not, you know, because, you know, you know, people love to blame millennials and stuff like that. So it's it's not all of us. It's not all of the generation after us, but it's it's a few people that mess it up for the rest of us. They give us all a bad name. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I so like I've been building up to that. Like, the, yeah, I agree. Like the millennial, we came from like, the, they came from like Generation Y. Generation Y came from Generation X. X came from the baby boomers. So like everybody's stealing almost like ideas and culture and almost putting their own twist on it, you know? Yeah, I agree. And and each one is more extreme than the other. Each one is going, because they got more means of of ways of getting out. You know, like, think about yeah. Elvis. They would only show Elvis on TV from above the waist, you know? Mm, yeah. <laughs> now you see a lot more on TV. <laughs> if, if you don't see the waste, it's like, what's going on? Do y'all not have HD? Like, what are you doing with this TV? It's a whole... <laughs> it's, it's really, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's a whole different world that we have to navigate. And like as you're saying, we got to put, like, even what we eat, the way we talk, what we read, we got to put good in to get good out. We got to have good, established, strong values to have positive rewards. No, that 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 that's so true, man. 
Cause, cause I just tell, like I was um, telling some people the other day, like it's it's so easy to die out here, but it's a lot harder to live. And what I mean by that is from like you know natural disasters, from like chemicals, from diseases that you you get from the air you breathe, from the clothes you wear, to the food you eat. Yeah. All a lot of these things can. There's a lot more things that could kill us out here than keep us alive. Because at the end of the day, there's a lot of things that could keep us alive out here, but we've corrupted a lot of that, or we keep that information from from most people because you know population control, you know. But that's going to a whole nother thing. Yeah. But yeah, man. So so like you know, I just strive people. I just strive to tell people like keep on trying to live. Like educate yourself on the right foods you can eat. Um, you know the the you know the right books you can read. Like just like all those things, even though like they sound very simple, they're very important because they're the basic necessities of life. And it's just like starting small. Like, like what I try to do is every day I try to read like a different essay, whether it be from like New York Times, Vanity Fair, mm-hmm. Reuters, uh, just a different essay about a different way of living, whether it be technology, whether it be about a food group, just to try to expand myself because at some yeah. point. Like I was speaking about earlier today, like if you do the same thing over and over, it gets mundane. Your tastes get watered down. You don't exactly happening in the world. So yeah, and, and 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 honestly, if you're not growing, you're just you're just stuck. Yeah, because you're eventually you're going to plateau, and nobody should plateau while they still are able to do more. You know, like you should. Plateau that's that's true. When you're like seventy and catch yeah. like you know, like social security but like when you're 20 when you're still young as Pac would say you still got that warrior spirit mm-hmm. you should be like able you should, to invest in yourself able to just go out there and get it and make your own way because there's everybody else is doing it no I, I i totally agree bro i totally agree but i really um, appreciate uh but yeah bro like but everything is you've always since we graduated you've always been on this creative tip you know you've always tried to like expand not even what your limits are but what you could what you could do you know and i've always looked at that as like man zell gets it you know zell's going to be like he's going to be where he wants to be at because he's putting the steps forward you know yeah hey and i i truly appreciate that man i appreciate your support and your words of encouragement man they they really mean a lot because honestly it's it's people like you and the, and the rest of the homies that, that really keep me going, man. Because, you know, I can't lie. I'm not always in the best positive spirits, and that's human. But it's all about working through that, that you know, that um, them times when, when, when you're unsure and you're doubting yourself. It's all about working through that. And it's all about just thinking about, like, coming out on the other side and your story and how your story can impact other people in a positive way. Mm-hmm. Um but but before before I let you get out of here, man, um, I got two more questions. Okay, what's so up? my next question is, uh, how has self investment affected your life? Um, at first it was a little bit hard because um, I I really had to like take a realistic step, look at myself, I'm like what am I doing? Am I progressing at a, a positive rate? And am I happy? You know, mm-hmm. and like during this process, I like I've had to leave, not leave jobs, but I've had to switch jobs. Just because I felt like I, I was professionally fulfilled, but I'm not emotionally fulfilled at the same time. Mm. Just like anything with growth, growth is going to hurt. You know, like uh, growing pains are real. You're going to feel uncomfortable, and you're going to feel like maybe this isn't the right path. But with growth comes development. With growth comes a different mindset. Growth comes new adventures and new people that can help and influence your life. So. That's what I've really gotten from this, uh, just like self-investment, just rediscovering myself. Like, what do I really want to get out of this, time, like, 75 years that I got out of life? Mm. So, so, so basically, it's all like by, by investing in, in yourself, you're able to kind of press the reset button. You just and you, you were able to, yeah, it, basically, it, it really is all about accountability and responsibility. When, when, when you get to our age because I feel like in your 20s you realize so much and it's all about taking that information and saying what am I going to do with this information Yeah, how, how am I going to apply it to my life yeah and that's and that's so hard because when you're young it's almost like you have lim- unlimited opportunities of what you can do yeah and, then like and, and, and you, and you could go down the, the right way or you could go down the wrong way 
because you got so many things pulling you each and every way. And it's so hard to like, you know, stay focused and keep that balance and try to, you know, kind of maneuver through it because it's like every, everything's leading you in all different types of directions. Yeah. These directions, one wrong turn, like Andrew mentioned earlier, one wrong turn and you don't get back. Like you're not on the highway anymore. You're in the rural area. You know, you're just, you're just Mm -hmm. on track. You can't, you can't get back. But like, when I mean like self-investment, don't allow yourself to even get off track because you have a self-worth and value that you've already attached to yourself. You know, like Mm -hmm. your job's not defining you. You define your job. You know, like you have control of each and every situation that you place yourself in. Yeah. And that, and that's very important. Yeah. Because a lot of people don't realize that they control, they have the ultimate control at the end of the day. And uh-huh. and, and, and I feel like that that's that's what God has given us, free will. You know what I'm saying? And with that free will comes a lot of responsibility, but it comes a lot of reward if you use it right as well. But um before before I let you go, my last question is what are some ways a person can practice self-investment in your opinion? Um, the way I really feel you can do it. I watch a lot of TED Talks. Um, are you familiar with TED Talks? Oh yeah, TED Talks are amazing. Yeah. Watch TED Talks, you know, uh listen to people who you would classify as more successful than you. And success doesn't have to be money, it doesn't have to be fame. Just success means hey man, they have a look seem like they have a good lifestyle, good family and home life, good situation in the community, always helping out at church. Find just a good mentor. You know, that's uh those are just like building blocks and just like starting steps at the basis, you know, and mm-hmm. not being afraid to just reach out because at right now nobody has all the answers, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't be closed off to people giving you help. Well, I couldn't have said it better myself, man. John, I truly appreciate you coming on and talking with, with me. Sam, and, I got and, one question though. I got one question. Oh yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. This is like totally just rap related. Drake's okay. album, Drake's album's coming out tonight, right? Yes, sir. You already know. Are you excited for it? Yo, honestly, bro. So I, I was, and then the Pusher T stuff happened, and then I was just like, I don't know. But then I, I, I am excited now because I see it's a double album, and I heard that one side's gonna be rap, the other side's gonna be R and B. So yeah. I'm very, I'm very interested to hear it, and I feel like Drake is gonna come with it because he has to, because views to me, was, like, kind of lackluster and it didn't live up to the hype. I like more life, but I know a lot of people did it. So he has to have that undeniable one, bro. Because it's been a minute. It's been since, like, I would say, like, take care. It's really been since, like, take care and, like, if you're reading this. Yeah, I I, I would say if you're reading this was the last one that people really like, even though I ain't gonna lie, when I first heard if you're reading this, I wasn't feeling it. It kind of grew on me over time. But, but honestly, man, like... I just want him. The Quinn thing, if you're reading this, like your heart. Oh, true. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I almost forgot about that. It's like Quinn. Like, Pusha C really, like, like Daytona is like top five right now. Man, that album is so hard body, boy. That's like real hip hop right there. It's production wise. It's just sonically. It's just amazing. Him rapping. It's 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 like, it's like watching a mafia movie, bro. Bro, when infrared comes on, they just have that background. They're like infrared, like just the way it's placed is just it's a level, you know. So I'm really expecting Drake. I'm like, that's where you're competing with. I don't even care if you say anything back. I want that same type of energy, you know. Like, nah, I I I I, 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 to- I totally agree with you, man. Because like I I just feel like I feel like he's gonna bring it, man. Because he has to, man. He just has to. It's it, like because if he doesn't. Then it's like, ah, you know what I'm saying? Like that that means that like people are gonna crown somebody else. So he has to bring it. And I feel like he's going to based off of some what some insiders have said. So I got I guess I guess we'll see tonight. I'm definitely gonna hit you up after I hear it. Uh, so so we can talk more about it. I'm here. Like uh I don't know, it's a lot of songs though. Like I am on this Kanye vibe of like, you know, just keep give me like seven to ten songs. Yo, same here, bro. I love these short albums. Because they have high replay value, but Drake Drake's album Drake's album is about to be like 20, 20 some songs, maybe more. <laughs> like I'm already gonna hear it in the club. I'm here like on the streets, but I'm like, bro, you know, folks gonna play Drake whole album at the club this weekend. You already know how they do. 
Man, Drake is like every light skinned dude's superhero right now. Like, <laughs> wait, hold on. Is he your superhero? No, nah, because I'm like, I can't get with it. Like, I like, <laughs> I like cool guy, but I'm like, nah, man, you need to give it. I need a classic album. Like, we've given you about six. I need a classic. But see, I, I don't know because like Drake is gonna be hard for people. I mean, because I feel like Take Care is a classic, but everybody doesn't feel that way because because his 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 style is is so different. It's gonna it be was, hard. Like Take Care was really what 2011, 2012. Yeah, 2011. Yeah. So that's really like going on seven years at this point. You know. That's true. I mean, what's him call it was really good too though. Uh, nothing was the same. Oh, I do like uh um it's the song he uses this uh this baseball sample. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Uh swing is it is it swinging? It might be swinging, but I do like that song. Like I like the whole just the way it's produced. And I think that's where I'm at with music now. Like you can give me bars, you can give me a cool chorus, but like what does it sound like when I hear it? Bro, facts, bro. Sonically it gotta be booming, bro. You you right about that. But I ain't gonna lie though, man. Like, I like I I don't want Drake like, cause I feel like what Drake started doing, especially like around nothing was the same. Like, what started from the bottom, like he started dumbing down his style a little bit. And, and he started going at everybody, like yeah, everybody. yeah. Comedy I mean, you know, like yeah. But and, and it's and it's funny because remember he's the same guy that said this me you'll never hear a reply for it, but then he started replying to everybody. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean like. You remember what he said to me? Is this a girl's tour? Is this your tour or your girl's tour? Like he started just getting real reckless, you know? Like he did. I feel I feel like I feel like because you know, at the end of the day, he feels he feels like people don't give him the credit he deserves. And especially now since the ghostwriting stuff. So now he's just always like kind of in defense mode. And then especially with this whole push your T thing now. So I feel like he was starting to get out of that, but then push your T dissed him and that turned into a whole little thing. So I don't know. I feel like he has a lot to talk about, so the content should be interesting. This might be his his best content-driven album since Take Care, honestly. All right, and final question. Is there any chance Drake becomes the new Ja Rule? Wow, that is an interesting question. Because, I mean, like, Ja Rule's putting up five million in the 90s. You know, it wasn't like Ja Rule was some slash before 50K. Yo, and Ja Rule's joints still ring off. If you play them now, like, Yo, Ja Rule's joints are classics, man. So, money cash. Uh, like, people still like this guy, you know. Like, I mean, no, but there's one thing I will say though. Drake's run is was is a lot longer than Ja Rule's run, though. What was that? Ja probably had like a uh, like Rush Hour soundtrack. That's like '96 to like. Yeah. Wait, what? Ja, ja, what? Ja had maybe about four or five years, maybe four or five, five years. years more. Yeah, yeah, max. Yeah, like Drake is what? Like maybe like ten. Almost ten. Uh, next year, next next year will be ten. Ten. I didn't even think about that. This is up there with like LL Cool J numbers, you know. Facts. Yeah, LL, damn, LL Cool J was on top for a minute, and they had hits forever. So I don't know. I just wanted to be like a good album, just sound well, you know, like. Well, it's definitely gonna sound well. Now, whether it's a classic or not, it's gonna be debatable. I mean, you know, they thought classic real quick, and then like two weeks later, you never hear this. Like I never. Yeah. But see, it, even even with good albums, it's like that because it's just too much music out here, bro. It's too much. Like, I always have to, like, revert back to it. Like, I'll hear it on the first day, and then I'll let it sit for a month. And if I go back to it, it might be good. You know, like... Yeah, same here. That, that's that's how... And that's how it usually goes for me. Like, I mean, some of my favorite hip-hop albums of this year, I would say I'll put Nipsey up there. I like I'll put, Nipsey. I'll put uh, Cole up there. Voice Voices album is really good. Voice to Fire 9. Yeah. Um... I'll put Daytona up there. I really, I really like Nas's album too. Um, who else? Though, though, those are just a few that that are off the top of my off the top of my mind that I could think of, man. But I'm looking. I mean, like the year's only like you know half half over, so it's you still got a whole bunch more like music to come, man. So it it should get interesting. We'll see what happens. We should. It should get better. But man, I appreciate this opportunity, man. I appreciate you. Uh... Just the stuff, like the gems I've gotten from this, man. Like, it's really been a pleasure, man. Hey, man, it's, it's been a pleasure as usual. And man, I appreciate you coming to me with uh, with a positive affirmation that we could talk about because that was the first time somebody ever, uh, you know, like just hit me up about that. So I, I appreciate you, you know, liking the podcast and wanting to be on it. And uh, 
you know, but before we get out of here, I just want to tell people, you know, kind of do a rundown of all the positive affirmations so far. So, of course, you know, it all starts off with your mindset. You got to think positively. Then you have to keep the faith. Next, you got to make a plan. And then now you have to invest in yourself. So remember those four positive affirmations. Till next time, I'm Zell. That's John. All right, man. Love, everybody. Things to keep in mind. Till next time. Peace. Peace.